Hey, 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 my name is Christy Yoder, your podcast host. I am the founder and CEO of Smart VAs. Can I tell you a secret? I am obsessed with teamwork and delegation. I consider myself a lazy entrepreneur, not because I don't like working, but because I always find ways to do things in the most effective way. I was born and raised in Manila, Philippines, moved to the States, and grew my virtual assistant agency from one person to more than 40-plus team members as of this recording. I was able to grow my business 10 times more after I hired my first virtual assistant in a span of 3 months. That's why my goal in this podcast is to help you grow your business by giving you fresh perspectives on delegation, up-to-date proven business strategies, and by interviewing successful entrepreneurs to teach you how to scale your business while living a freedom-filled lifestyle. So, are you ready to become a master delegator? Let's dive right in. So, why don't we start by you telling us a little bit about yourself and how you started, you know, your entrepreneurial journey, which is becoming an author. Um, well, my mom wanted to uh, write a children's book first, and she asked me to be her illustrator because she didn't know anybody else who was um, able to illustrate her books. So um, she wanted to do a children's book at first, and um, and I said yes, and that's how we kind of evolved into a publishing company. Um, after that, we kind of decided to do more children's books, but we got off that venture and we ended up doing a poetry book and a coloring book. And I'm currently working on my memoir right now. So I'm doing that. And then we're also working on a new children's book series about my cat that passed away. That is really good. And I believe that you started working with your mom 10 years ago. Am I right? Yeah, yeah. we started the business 10 years ago. How old were you back then? Were you like, in your teenage years? Um, I was in my 20s. Oh, you're in your 20s. Okay. And yeah. then before you helped your mom, what were you doing before? I was actually a cook. I, I started out in chef school. I did cooking. Um, that was like my main goal. And then I, I went off to create my own company into culinary arts. I just did um, catering and for parties and stuff. So I did that. And then we decided to do the publishing. That's that's really good. And that is like a big turn, like from being a cook to becoming a publisher. That's yeah. that's a big adjustment. Yeah. Do you, do you like, are you more passionate about writing and publishing books more than cooking or is it the same? Um, I think I'm more passionate about writing books and um, publishing. I okay. see. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that that's just my thing. Mm-hmm. But I love cooking still. It's a very much a part of my life. But yes. um, I I just find it to be more fulfilling to write books and to publish them and see them come alive on paper. Right, exactly. I mean, both writing and cooking, they're both fulfilling, especially when you cook and you eat the food. It's so much fulfilling. Oh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, so. so um, well, well, I'm glad that you are doing something that you are passionate about because that is really important. So what were the struggles that you had when starting out your publishing company? The struggles were just social media was um, big at the time and I found it just to be so much of a struggle to 
promote the books and figure out how that went. So I started taking some lessons on YouTube and started to join classes and just learning how to do this whole new world thing with the social media marketing. That was big. That was like a new turn of learning events. Yeah. And do you use social media to promote your books? Is that how you mainly promote your books? Yes. Yeah. That's mostly how we get to our um, readers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And both you and your mom, you are both doing this full time, right? You are both working in your publishing company full time. Oh, yeah, definitely. This is a full time gig for 10 years now. (laughs) That is so good. And for for so since you've been doing this for 10 years, like were there a time when you were like, no, I just want to go back to cooking. I, I just, I, I think I need to work, you know, nine to five or whatever. Um, there were times where I thought, oh no, I have to get back into doing something like I need a job just so I can like figure out how to delegate everything and to bring money in. But then I just was like, you know what? We're going to have obstacles we're going to have to get through and I just have to stick with it and stay the course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how many books have you have published so far? Um, three right now. And then we're coming out with a book series for kids. And then we're going to, I'm also writing my memoir. So I'm working on that. It's been like a two year kind of uh, writing <laughs> right now. I don't have much idea about writing a book and also publishing it so can you like kind of explain to me the process like 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 for you yourself you're the one who is writing the book right you don't have like a ghostwriter or something because as far as I know other authors they have someone write it for them I think they just give the idea and then somebody would write it for them which is a ghostwriter so with you you're the one writing it so I want to know the process like once you're done putting your thought you know on the paper do you have someone to kind of like like proofread the book for you or edit them for you, then how do you go about publishing it? Um, I write it and then my mom, I send it off to who's my editor. She edits for me and then she sends it back to me and then I rewrite it a certain way. And then if I find that it just needs more detail or um, sounds like I just need to add something into a certain sentence to change it a bit so it makes more of a story, then I send it back to her and she edits it until we find it's like we go back and forth and until we find a perfect like medium and then we decide to then publish it and then we get in touch with a book designer or an illustrator to do the rest of the work for us. Nice. That's usually how it goes. And then we send it off printer and then it gets printed and then it gets sent off to like Amazon and chapters and Barnes Nobles and all those places. That is cool. Yeah. And then and then you promote it on social media. Yeah. And That's- I just promote it on social media, promote it anywhere that I can, Facebook, Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Can you tell me a little bit about the memoir that you're currently doing uh, right now? Yeah, it's a, it's a memoir about myself. I've been through a lot through my experiences. I grew up with a learning disability when I was a kid. Um, I also experienced having uh, an abusive boyfriend when I was a teenager. So I went through that and I had a breakdown and I have depression and anxiety and also PTSD and seasonal depression. So I want to write that in the book so people can realize that they can overcome these struggles because uh, I don't think that we're alone. And I think that everybody deserves to be heard and have their story told in any way that they can and hopefully help somebody else with their struggles because I want people to realize that they can make it through anything even though it feels like you know you're not going to make it through at all in that moment 
Yeah. Yeah. I want people to overcome their issues and know that they're worthy of it, everything. Yeah, that that is really good. You know, sharing your life to other people and have a positive impact on them. I think that's that's what we should do, you know. And it's just very helpful to know that, you know, when you read something and you can relate to to the story, it's just so helpful to know that you are not alone in the journey that you are going through, that there's another person who are also going through the same journey and and that, you know, and that you would be encouraged by what, you know, you are going to read from the book or from the story that you are reading. So do you already have a title for your book or is that something that you don't want to share? Share yet? <laughs> don't have a title yet. I'm oh, okay. working around with stuff, so hopefully one thing will stick. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I just I've been playing around with my memoir titles. I just don't know the certain thing. Like I felt like such an outcast as a kid, so hopefully it will just make sense. I'll <laughs> come up with something really, really good. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I mean, even with my podcast episodes, like. It's easy to create a show notes, but it's hard to come up with a title because yeah. the title is kind of like the summary of everything that has been talked about in the episode or in the book or in the movie or or whatever. So exactly. yeah, yeah. So definitely take your time there. I don't know. It's fine. It's good to just have a conversation. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So what are the strategies you put in place in order to to grow your publishing company? Um, our strategies are just to connect with our readers. We want to just make sure that they feel that we respect them and we can relate to them and they their stories are our stories and that they can just, uh, I guess, just feel related to. Yeah. Huge thing, especially with books and readers, you want them to feel like they can relate to anything. That is so good. Like connecting with your readers and especially when you mentioned that you want to make sure that they feel that their story is your story and that they are reading their story from the book that you published. And that is such a great way to connect with your readers. So when you say readers, do you have like a targeted audience for your for each of your book or it's pretty much in general? Pretty much in general. Um, we focus a lot on parents because... Uh, the kids books and the coloring books are helpful with like just parents in general just needing rest and the poetry books so I guess like it's parents mostly because we target kids a lot of the time and and you know parents need to relax so the coloring book and the poetry book and just dealing with that mental like exhaustion and stuff poetry book is really good for and mental illness just because um, that's what it's about, the poetry book. But yeah. all of those things kind of relate to parents being overwhelmed and, and just kids feeling empowered. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So tell me about the the disability that, I don't want to call it disability, but I yeah. can't find any other that's one. Okay. That's so okay. tell that's me about fun. how you were able to overcome your learning disability. Are you sick and tired of being overwhelmed and afraid you'll never scale your business? Meet Smart VAs. Unlike many virtual assistant agencies that only assign one dedicated virtual assistant, we provide flexibility for growing businesses by assigning a team of experienced virtual assistants that can do different tasks to support your continuous growth. Visit smartvas.online to book a free discovery call and start growing your business. Um, a lot of it was 
because of my mom, she really treated me like my brothers and there was no difference between me and them. And I had to do my homework when they did theirs and I had to figure it out all on my own, even though my brothers really wanted to help me um, with it. I would usually say, no, 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 I have to figure it out on my own. But I really had a struggle with writing and reading and I wasn't the greatest at math, but I couldn't even write or read at all. all. And it was such a big struggle, but I, I had such a great teacher too growing up. When I was 12, she um, found a, like a really good spot in me and she realized that I could like read pictures better than I could read words. So she told me to read Archie comic books. And that's how um, my reading just skyrocketed. And I started from Archie comic books and children's books to reading like novels and big, huge books that are like 300 pages. And I just never stopped reading after that she just found like a positive thing in me and just ran with it and I was so grateful for her and my mom just telling me you can do anything that you want and you're no different from any other kid those two positive influences just inspired me to become the reader that I am and I just can't not stop reading (laughs) that is such a wonderful story you struggled writing and reading when you were in school and now you are writing and reading and that is the thing that you are most passionate about now and it's your business. That is just so crazy. There was one person that I met a couple of months ago. He said that your place of pain can be your place of rain. And that exactly what happened to you. Like you were able to transform transform your, your weakness into something that would make you become stronger. Yeah, exactly. It just um, like that teacher changed my entire world just because she found something like positive about me and decided to run with it. And my mom never gave up. So just the two of those two women just kind of made me who I am and made me love books and made me love reading. And I always did even though I couldn't read or write, I still loved making up stories and the best that I could. I had such a big imagination as a kid. So it was, I just, I think that I've always wanted to be a writer and a publisher, but I just never realized it until I became one. Wow. Yeah. That is such a beautiful story. Well, thank God for your mom and for your 12th grade teacher for building you up and for making you who you are right now. That is such a wonderful story. I mean, I won't be able to get over it for the next few days. (laughs) Thank you for sharing that. Um, So let's talk about delegation. Why do you think delegation is important when it comes, when it comes to growing a business? Um, It's so important. We usually delegate to um, help with PR because uh, we just need somebody out there getting podcast interviews, of course, and on television interviews. So we delegate usually to a PR publicist and um, for our books we usually um have to find an illustrator or a book designer and it's so important for our business because without those people um we couldn't do what we do of course and we can sell what we sell yeah so it's so important to delegate and especially things that we're not qualified at doing too we want it to be done by the right people I like that. I like when you said be done by the right people, because it's not just about being able to delegate, but you should also make sure that you are delegating to the right people, because if not, then then the tasks or the project won't be done the way how it should be done. Yeah, especially if you don't know what you're doing and you know a certain person that's qualified to do it, you give that to the person that's 
qualified and it's able to make things easier and more professional and better. Exactly. And I know there are different ways of how a person delegates, but to you personally, what do you think is the most effective way of delegating a project or a task to somebody? Um, looking over what they do, keeping in touch with them, sending emails back and forth if that's what you're doing, or looking over their work, just making sure that you're on top of things, just making sure that um, there's a communication that doesn't kind of run out so you don't know where you're going with the project and somebody gets lost. You always want to just make sure that there's a communication back and forth so people know what they're doing. Yep, communication is very important because if you don't communicate with with you with the people that you are delegating to, then more often than not, like your 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 tasks won't get done like with with good quality results. So yeah. communication is really important. I love that. So if you could turn back the time and talk to your eighteen year old self, what would you tell yourself? Oh my gosh, um, my eighteen year old self, I would tell her that things are going to be interesting in life that you don't have to worry about your career because all high schoolers do. And um, just go with the flow. Like you're just going to end up where you need to be when it's the right time. You don't need to stress so much about where you're going and what you're doing in your career because you'll find it. Yep. Mm -hmm. There. Don't worry too much about that. <laughs> yeah, that is, that's so good. Yeah. And what can you say to entrepreneurs who are not achieving their goals right now? Our mindset is everything. You have to constantly be a, a positive mindset and just know that you're going to find your way past all the obstacles of everything and you're going to get great. It's just the mindset is everything. Positive mindset. It's pretty much like part of the job because you run into so many obstacles. There's so much and sometimes it's just feels so like draining and you're so hard on yourself because it's like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize that I was going to end up in this obstacle. When am I going to become successful? When am I going to become the person that I want to be? But it's all these obstacles are teaching you lessons. Yeah. So the positive mindset is like key because that's like 50% of like the job. <laughs> exactly. Having, having the right mindset is very crucial even in your personal life if, if, you, if you if you have the wrong mindset then everything that you're gonna do yeah probably gonna be wrong as well yeah it's so crucial in life and so crucial in business and just so crucial wherever you go you just need to believe in yourself and I know that I have a hard time with that but I'm getting there yeah yeah right mm -hmm. and I'm pretty sure you're not alone I mean even me sometimes I struggle with that but it's just it's just being aware that sometimes we can we can be something that we are not yeah. supposed to be or something that we don't want to be and you know and if you're aware with that that means you would be able to to catch yourself doing something and and do the right thing yeah exactly like working on yourself is so important because like you can change yourself and you can change the way that you think and you can change the way that you work and it's just this positive thing and just an overall life is doing that mm -hmm. yeah i totally agree and yeah. do you have a favorite book i'm pretty sure you have a favorite book and why is it your favorite well i've recently read <laughs> this is gonna sound hilarious but i read the meeting of brian carey and oh. such a big influence in my life she's a biracial woman and so am i and just reading her book it keeps inspiring me to keep going in um, my career because 
if she can overcome all her struggles and become the person that she wants to be in her career, then I can do the same thing. And it's just such an, I love the book. It's just so inspiring. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about believing in yourself and the book that you are going to write for yourself, your memoir, it's going to be, it's going to be the same thing as what Mariah Carey sharing. Like she shared her story and you're also going to share your story. Yeah. That, that is so awesome. That's cool. So do you have any resources or promotion that you want to share with our audience? Um, currently we just, um, have a book that's a couple of years old, but it's shattered and it's on mental illness. My mom wrote it. It's really a passionate, um, personal story that I'm still, I love it. Um, because I went through a lot of the stuff that she went through in the pages and it's just really meaningful. And it just shows you that, um, you can overcome anything. So it's just shattered by Denise Byers mm-hmm. and it's just a great poetry book. And it just shows you to keep living and to keep going when you feel like alone and depressed and don't feel like you want to live. This book really speaks to you and lets you know that you can live through anything. And it's just, I love it. I love yeah. it. Yeah. It sounds like an amazing book. I'll, I'll definitely check that out and recommend that to my friends who are struggling with mental health and yeah yeah, I mean I hate to say this but we're (laughs) almost gonna be done (laughs) I mean I love talking to people I I love getting to know um people but we'll still get to know each other (laughs) yeah right but but we need to kind of wrap up um the episode already so where can people find you online um they can find me online at I'm Danielle E. Gray on Instagram and on um Twitter. And then you can also find me at Dandelion One on Instagram um, and also Twitter. And you can also find us at Dandelion Publishing on Facebook and author Danielle Gray uh, on Facebook. Awesome. I'll put those links in the show notes. Thank you so much for your time, Danielle. I appreciate you sharing your story and, you know, just sharing valuable insights on how to become a better person and become a better entrepreneur. Hi, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoy this episode and you want to show your appreciation and support, please consider buying a coffee for me at buymeacoffee.com slash Thank you for your support and see you on the next episode.